Hey guys, what's up? Good evening. I hope God has blessed you today. I hope he continues to bless you tomorrow and next week and as we continue on through your life and uh, as I continue my little uh, my little YouTube here and as I try to really kickstart my podcast, it's going a little bit slow right now, uh, but I promise I'm going to get that out as soon as I can. I'm working, I'm working hard and actually um, I wasn't supposed to be in front of the camera today, I was supposed to be here. I did not have a, I didn't have a video planned. Uh, actually, I was about to put on my Instagram that I had a video coming out uh, this Sunday. So this Sunday, I have a video scheduled uh, that I've that I've already made. But um, today, God's put something on my heart to just talk about this right now. So I'm kind of interfering with my schedule here a little bit. But uh, in case you want to know about future episodes and kind of stay up to date with what I have now and not me announcing some guests that I'm going to have. Actually, uh, I do have a, I did gain a guest yes last night and I'm going to announce him on my Instagram. If you want to check that out, it's brother underscore builder, uh, zero three. Again, that is brother underscore builder, uh, zero three, no caps. And, uh, I'm super excited to, um, to be here and do, and do this. I love, I love preaching. I love talking about Bible and uh, today's subject. It's it's it can be a little uh, difficult to talk about, especially in today's world. Uh, in fact, you get a bunch of different people that have famously talked about this and have gotten a lot of media backlash um, from a lot of what the culture uh, offers and and the views that the that the culture has uh, today. And you know, it's I know it's a little ironic. You know, you're hearing about how to be a man from an 18 year old kid who's been an adult for maybe four months or legally an adult for four months still not out of high school maybe not seem that credible but uh i'll tell you what the bible from where i'm talking about is this, this is the most credible source and i'm hoping i'm not speaking to you guys but i'm speaking but i'm hoping the holy spirit speaks through me uh and, and his credibility and its credibility uh to give you this word and to really make you guys remember like this is what it means to be a man and so we, in regards to manhood, we could talk about a multitude of different things. All right, really, um, a lot of different verses about the different types of manhood, what men should be. There's a lot of verses about what, what a man should be to his wife or uh, to your girlfriend or whatever that may be, fiance. Uh, you know, the, of course, the Bible doesn't talk about dating itself, but when it is talking about how a man treats a woman or treats his wife, that is how you should treat, you know, your significant other, whoever that may be. Um, but what I want to talk about here is how men should think about things, what they should be focused on and how should, how they should respond to certain situations. And, uh, man, it's, uh, there was a, the thing that sparked all this is, um, early this morning, I'm sitting here, it's third hour. I'm not doing anything important. I got a study hall and I'm just sitting here and I'm, I'm just, I'm scrolling mindlessly uh passing time and so i scroll up on a tiktok and there's this dude in the gym where he goes hey you know or and this is the voiceover is like be like be a man f your emotions and it's speaking to us it's like men shouldn't have emotions men should be cold heartless almost like a monster you know and and, and we shouldn't have these feelings and women are the ones that ha should have these feelings and uh, it's it's it, it, that's what the culture actually kind of tells us to do. As we as we progress, it's like 
the what what a man has to say, what a male has to say, is going away more and more and more. And it's it's the, this idea of masculinity is kind of fading away, and culture is really attacking this idea of masculinity and what a man should be, and it's really affecting young men out there, young teenagers, my age, people in their twenties, and 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 people that are probably a little younger than me. This is going to affect them. This is this is affecting them, and men's mental health is going downhill because of it. Uh, think about it. There's one man a minute that takes his life. That. That's insane. One man a minute takes his life. And um, statistically, you know, more women attempt it, but more men succeed in doing it. They take measures that are, that this is like, this is like, you're not surviving this sucker. And, and, you know, while even attempted suicide is really sad, I'm going to try to focus on like this, this is is the successful part of it. And there's, so obviously there's something going wrong. And maybe, you know, I do future videos on what a woman looks like and just the woman ideals ideals but just for now i'm talking about this this perspective from a man uh i'm not well i'm not well educated enough to talk about this this the woman thing so i'll stay away from that for now maybe in the future but it's the culture the men are kind of conforming to this culture because culture is so far against masculinity it's it's so far like men are looked down on when when our emotions when we start to get emotional like, like this whole fallacy that men can't cry, that that's a fallacy. Men can't cry. That that's what we're told. Men are supposed to be strong, cold, heartless, almost. And and, and and like our opinion, it doesn't matter what we feel. It just matters what we should have. You know, you, you I've I've heard that like you know, no no sister wants a weak brother, or, or no father wants a weak son. Or no son wants a weak father, or no wife wants a weak husband, you know. And so, no matter what, you a man has to be strong, and that is true. It, that's true. A man, a man has as these God-given abilities to be powerful, to be strong. And but I think that we take this in a different way. We take this in a wrong way. This idea of power and strength. And so here, I got a ver- I got some uh, First Timothy for you guys. And uh, I'm gonna give you a little background here. We're gonna start off uh, with long, some longer verses with a uh, halfway. So it's almost at verse three uh, of chapter. So First Timothy chapter six. We're almost at verse three. It's beginning in my Bible. It's, it has a little headline: false teachers and love of money and the love of money. Uh, starting off. These are the things you are to teach and insist on. If anyone teaches otherwise and does not agree to the sound instruction of our Lord Jesus Christ and to godly teaching, they are conceited and understand nothing. They have an unhealthy interest in controversies and quarrels about words that result in envy, strife, uh, malicious talk, evil suspicions, and constant friction between people of corrupt mind who have been robbed of the truth and who think that godliness is, is a means to a financial gain. But godliness with contentment is great gain. Uh, for we brought nothing into this world, we could take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and trap into many fools and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. I'm talking right here. It's a lot about this love of money talk. We hear about this love of money. The love of money is the root of all evil. That's true. And so let's think about this uh, culturally. 
So culturally, throughout history, what has been the main driving force of the world? Money. And even before money was a was a big thing, like when we were all like super primitive, because money's been around a long time, long time. And so even like before money, there's been trades, and and that somehow like these trades, like you give something up to get something that you value more. And so money has has driven us, and we crave money. In fact, uh, if you think about economics, economics is goods and services and not money. Money is just something we use to buy these goods and services. That's why it has value. The money itself is not valuable. If you had money, but it couldn't get you anything, that money, that money no longer has value. The, the only value that money has is what it can get you. But yet, we, we focus on so many of this money aspect. We think money is wealth, and that's just not true. But yet, that is the cultural, that's the culturally accepted thing. Money is wealth, and we need money. And to a certain level, we do, but this love of money is what is culturally unacceptable. This love of money is what causes so much so much conceit and and destruction. That's why, like these these you know, you hear about CEOs uh, that you know don't have moral boundaries. They cheat on their wives. They do what they want. They go to clubs. They spend their money on on, on meaningless things that are bound to fade away or or not or be used maybe once or twice. They. Their love of money has, has corrupted them and ruined their lives with, with the people that they have or some of the people that they have, people that, um, that were honored, that would, that would love to be their friend, but they just they, they ruined it because of their love of money. And so this is not the cultural idea. This is not what we should be doing culturally. Culturally, this is a very against God thing. And while, you know, of course, we need money to, to survive. We need money to, you know, have our house, to power our cars. We need, we need money, but we shouldn't love it. That's not why, that's not the thing that we should be in this life to pursue. And if we continue to first Timothy chapter, uh, ver, chapter six, verse 11, but you man of God flee from all this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. So you, man of God, man of God, this is what I'm getting at. This is speaking to the men, the men of God. These men of God, they, they pursue uh, righteousness, godliness, faith, love, love. Godly men pursue love. Okay, it's not like that TikTok where it says, you know, F your emotions, you're a man. Be a man, F your emotions. That's not, what, that's, not what, that's not what a godly man does. That's what an earthly man does. And think about it, and yeah, this is true. Because I, I know this temptation. It's easy to think that. F everybody else. F my emotions. I shouldn't be emotional. That's not, that's not what I should do. I should be strong and just cold and ha- cold-hearted and emotionless and be a monster. That's what, I, that's what the culture tells me to do. That's what sometimes I think about doing. That's what I want to do sometimes. But that's not right. That's not love. You can't, you can't like say... F your emotions. If if to be a godly man, you have to have love. That doesn't work out. It doesn't match. It's not just a paradox. It doesn't work. They're opposites. Having love and being emotionless are polar opposites. We have to have these emotions. We have to have this this love. And it's easy when it's been taken away. It's easy when we have heartache. It's easy when we have heart when we when our hearts are broken. When it feels like nothing's going for us. 
And man, and I get it. Men, I get it. Some and I most men that are heartbroken, it's become some girl came along, they fell in love, and and she left them, or cheated on him, or broke his heart, or separated, or whatever it may be. Like some girl came along that they cared more that they and they care more about her than anything else in the world, and it just didn't work out. It ended in a terrible, terrible way, and it broke them. And now they don't want to have emotions because they don't want to feel that darkness anymore. They don't want to feel that sadness anymore, that anger, that rage anymore. So they shut off their emotions because they believe it's better than being in the rage, being in the anger and the hate. It's, they think it's better than being in the pain. The thing, about, the thing about pain is that when you turn off your emotions, the pain goes away. That's right. That's true. You want to make the pain go away, you turn off your emotions, you stop feeling. But just because you put ice on a wound does not mean the wound's gone. It just means the pain from the wound is not, is not there. The ice, and yes, is it, and ice, ice is, a, is, a, is a good way to kind of help you heal yourself. But it's more of a, like a way, I'm taking this pain away. Or I'm cooling down. But let's think about the ice as in, this is just taking the pain away. It's numbing the pain. But the, but the thing is, you're still broken, you're still wounded, you're still cut. That what, what has damaged you, your damage is still there even if you can't feel it. And by turning off love and, and, and our emotions, we are just ignoring that pain. That, that pain, that, that it's, it's being ignored. And I know I'm repeating myself there, my bad. And that's just not the way to, to, to fulfillment. And that's just definitely not the way to being a godly man. But to be righteous. And what I mean by righteous is we have, it's, a, it's again, it's, it's of course, you know, it's doing, being righteous is doing the right thing. Of course. You know, naturally, of course it is. But and be, and doing the right thing is not turning off your emotions. Turning off your emotions is the wrong thing. That's going to ruin more relationships than, uh, than your pain will. Then, it's, it, like having not having emotions means you you can't have a relationship, and you're going to ruin relationships with the people you actually do care about the most, the people that actually care about you the most. She might not have cared about you, man. I'm sorry about that. It, you know that that person may not have cared about you, whoever that may be. They might not have cared about you, but if you conform to this world, if you turn off your emotions, like the like culture tells us to, like we want to sometimes. We're going, to we're going to ruin every relationship with people that actually do care about us, that do love us, that do want the best for us, and that aren't using us. That, 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 that's, and being a godly man, it, it means toughing it out. It means being tough. And, and, and even though it hurts, you feel the pain. You don't make it go away. You don't want to make it go away. You don't want to make it numb. You don't want to just ignore it. Because if you, let's say, I, let's say, so one of the um, one of the five senses is feeling, it's touch, and touch is like my pain receptors, my nerves. If I put my if I break my hand or my arm or whatever, if I let's say yeah, just take my hand. If I break my hand, but I can't feel it, and I continue going like nothing's wrong. My hand's just going to get worse, and it's just going to get beaten, and it's never going to heal. At least at least heal properly because it's still being used and it's never got healed and never got better and never took that time to make it to make it better 
Turning off your emotions is like not having nerves in your hand to tell you if it's broken or not. Yeah, it's broken, but you don't know it. But you're numb to that pain. That's why we have feel to know what's going on. It's okay. It's, we have emotions because we know what's going on. Emotions is a gauge to tell us what we want and, what's, and, what, and what we feel about something, what, what's going wrong. That's why we have emotions and we need to keep those emotions. We can't turn them off. We can't ignore our pain. We can't ignore our brokenness. That's just going to lead to more pain, more brokenness, more, bro- more shattered relationships. That, that's what turning off your emotions does. We have to have endurance. We have to endure these hard times. Be tough. Gentleness. It's hard, man. And so I believe that with men, I believe that men are supposed to be monsters in a sense. I believe that, we're suppo- that we are supposed to have this, this ability to damage somebody else purely for the fact that we, should, that we need to protect our families. We need to protect ourselves and the people that we care about. That's why we have it. And in, the, and in those scenarios, we have to unleash that monster. And gentleness is not, gentleness is not, you know, having a monster. It's not being mean. It's, you know, that's just not being able to, to do harm. If you're harmless, but you can't do harm, the, the, the value of being harmless goes away. You can't be gentle unless you have the ability to be destructive, to be harmful. And so we're supposed to be we're supposed to be gentle in most situations, unless it is a dangerous and hostile situation. We have to be gentle because we can harm a lot of things. We can do a lot of damage as, as men, but we have to choose to be gentle and choose to have control. We have to be and we have to be godly. We have to have godliness and faith. We have to believe that God has a plan. And we have to trust in that plan, even if we can't see it at the time, even if it hurts real bad. We have to have faith in God and in our godliness. In our godliness, we, we have to be good. We have to be loving and peaceful. And we have to not conform to this world of hate. Because, as much, because we, as, no, as, as men, we feel attacked. We feel hated by the world, hated by our culture. We feel that. And it's easy to turn away from it and say, screw you guys then. But God loves your enemies. And you should love your enemies. That we are told to love our enemies. Pray for those who, per- who, per- who persecute you. That's what, that's what we are supposed to do. That's what we are called to do. And as hard as it may seem that we're supposed to do that, and we can't just say, you know, F it. Screw it. This is not it. We can't do this no more. It's easy to say that, man. Trust me, I know. 2022, I had some. I went through some stuff like that. 2023, I'm still dealing with the effects. That's hard, man. It's hard. It's rough. It's difficult. But it's worth it. But it's worth it. I hope you guys catch that. Hard, rough, difficult, but worth it. It's worth it, man. And I promise, man, if you, if you hold 1 Timothy uh, 6.11 in your heart, if you focus on these good things, on these righteous things, these godly things, you focus on love and faith and endurance, if you hold true to yourself, if you hold true to God, if you don't walk away from that, if you don't turn off your emotions, I promise, man, God's got something better in store. 
when you turn off yourself, when you turn away from God, you turn away from God's plan, His plans to give you a hope and a future. It hurts right now. That's facts. It, it hurts right now. I get it. But God's got a plan. And it's a good plan. It's a better plan than we could ever have for ourselves. I promise that God's going to carry you through this. Don't turn away from God, man. And as a man, when we're faced with rejection and heartbreak, I, pr I pray that we do not turn away, that we do not respond in anger and in hate, but we respond in love and peace. Yes, we are in pain. And yes, we should have somebody that, to help us with that pain. Yes, we should work through that pain and grow in that pain for ourselves, but also in regards to other people. Do not place your pain on somebody else. Continue to love other people, even love and pray for the ones who hurt you in the first place. For God, for Jesus Christ, even when he was being put on that cross, he prayed to his Father, God, for, please forgive them, for, for they know not what they do. Maybe, they didn't, maybe we have that same attitude with those who break us. They're not crucifying us on the cross. And so if Jesus can, can, can pray for their forgiveness, for the people who are put them on the cross, for their forgiveness, then maybe we can pray for the forgiveness of those who broke our hearts and that hurt us. Or maybe we can grow because of that. And maybe because of that prayer, we can let go. Maybe because of that prayer, we can, we can heal ourselves. I, I mentioned this in my, in, my, in, my, in my episode with what, what prayer and what happens when God says no. Your prayer life heals your wounded life. And when we get in that prayer, when we learn more about ourselves, we heal our wounded life. So if you're in a period of your life where you're wounded, where you're hurt, I encourage you to get down your prayer life. Discover who you are and who God is and let that heal your wounded life. I pray that you find forgiveness in your hearts as I have mine. And uh, if I, whoever's out there listening, if I've hurt you, I'm sorry. I beg for your forgiveness. And on the other side of this, if you're somebody that has in any shape, way, or form hurt me, I forgive you. That's fine. It's not fine that it's not fine what happened, but it's going to be fine. And I hope that you find this same place, this same area of forgiveness. I hope that forgiveness, that God's virtue of forgiveness touches your soul. And we should forgive because God forgives us when we repent. God God is always in the place of forgiveness and our standards of forgiveness should not be more than God's. Guys, this one really hit home for me. I hope that um, the emotion of this kind of got through to you guys. I hope that you guys are listening. I hope I hope that the Holy Spirit is working in you guys right now as I'm speaking. And uh, I hope that you guys are starting to do better. I hope that you guys will continue to love, continue to find peace, continue to forgive, and be in prayer. Is that that that's how we win our battles. We fight our battles with this. This is the sword of the spirit, and it's powered by prayer. Prayer is the mark of a true warrior of God.
a true hero. We think of these of heroes as people that stand alone, that you know get stuff done, they're awesome. But a true hero and a warrior of Christ knows that he can't do it alone. And in fact, those people who are heroes and warriors are the most faithful, are the most dependent on God. And I encourage you to be dependent on God. I encourage you to not lean into the temptation of hate, of anger, of 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 uh, emotionless that that we are tempted to be into. I pray that you survive that, and I pray that instead of falling into this realm of hate, that you fall into the arms of God, that you go to Him. And uh, I'm praying over you guys all the time. Uh, I'll continue to pray about this, and that you guys can get through whatever heartbreak that you've had. All right, so uh, with that, love you guys. As always, I'm your host, Lucas Barrett. If, if Again, if you want to find me, uh, brother underscore builder 03, no caps. Uh, I'm excited to see you. Uh, when you follow me, it, make, it makes my heart warm when I get that little notification off, off my phone. And uh, I hope you guys do well. May God bless you in tomorrow and in, in, and in your future. Amen.